Hey guys, it's your girl Boonie, and you're listening to episode 104 of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Happy Monday, guys. It's a new week, a new month. Yeah, it's a new month for us. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast. I'm excited for my guest because it is a new guest, and we get really ratchet. And normally, 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 I would have had her on after the Philadelphia Live show, but I felt, you know what? Some people might still be on the fence about coming to Philadelphia for the live show. You might not know who Erica is, and I've been advertising her um, on the flyer and on my posts and social media. So I said, let me introduce Erica to the audience while there's still time to get some tickets. All right, so this week's guest is Erica of the Brown Girl Experience. Uh, she's here. You get a taste of how she is. After recording this episode, I gotta say I'm really excited <laughs> for the dynamic that's gonna be on the stage in Philly with Brian, with Erica, and myself. She's not afraid to go there, which is great. And it is also nice that we'll have somebody else to go to bat with me against Brian because we know how he can be. So for as responsible as last week's episode was, this episode is just as ratchet. <laughs> it's all about balance here on the Boonie Breakdown. So yes, so stick around for the conversation and a chance to get to know Erica a little later. All right. I was all prepared this week for pick of the week. I was really prepared. I just knew I was going to make the pick of the week, the black girl sketch show. Is that what it's called? The black lady sketch show. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think this might be the first time ever on the Boonie Breakdown where I'm saying this is the, the, the pick of the week. No, don't, don't, don't. Um, well, yes, do, but I'm, I'm curious because I'm seeing no in-between in the comments. I watched the show, was excited to watch the show, seeing the previews for the show, like, yes, this is going to be so dope. All these dope-ass black women running the show, and it's all black women, and they have all these cameos of other black women celebrities. I don't know what the fuck I watched. Um, I did not laugh at any time during the show, the entire 30-minute show. Um, it, it was actually quite, it felt very awkward watching it, because I, I just don't know what, I just don't know. I really don't know. And I went to <laughs> I went to Twitter and I just tweeted like so thoughts because I, I really didn't know what I sat through. And someone said I didn't laugh, but I was entertained, if that makes sense. Like nothing made me audibly giggle, but I liked the concepts they were introducing. OK, fair enough. Someone else said I smiled throughout the episode because I respect the women that came across the screen. I did not laugh. I'm going to give it another try. The sketches seemed un underdeveloped. And someone else just wrote back, yikes. Someone else said the shit is horrible. So, but I've also saw a few people who said they laughed really, they loved it. Um, no one responded to me that way. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't say I loved it. I guess I'm going to give it one more try. But that shit was really fucking terrible. I, I, I really, I, I, uh, 
And I'm trying to gauge too. No, it was bad. I'm not going to make up for it. The shit was bad. Because I was just trying to say, were my expectations too high? Because I was really excited about the show. So then when I listened, it, I mean, watched it, it was just like, womp, womp, womp. But no, I really, I, it was pretty horrific. And um, I'm more confused with the people who said they laughed and found it funny. I'm just, I might watch it again just to see what, did I miss something? What were they laughing at? Because I I did not see it. So, um Unfortunately, I was not prepared to have another pick of the week. So this one is Boonie's uh, no pick <laughs> of the week. <laughs> that, that's all I got. I just was not prepared. I just knew it was going to be. I was going to come on here and say glowing things about them. But who child? Um, Yeah, I, I'm really just after watching it. I'm just kind of like bring back fucking insecure because this th- this ain't going to be it. I can already tell. So, yeah. All right. Let me guys know. Tweet me, DM me. Let me let me know if I'm off base here. I know I'm not because a lot of people said they didn't find it funny. But let me know if anyone out there who really, really enjoyed it and you're listening to it. Let me know why. What part, what scene in particular was funny to you? Because I just, I don't know. Yeah. That's all I got. So housekeeping. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really am upset about that show right now. So, um, yeah. But we're going to move into housekeeping this week. Feedback from episode 103, 103 with Brian. It was really great. I thought a lot of you guys were shocked because Brian and I did not talk about dicks and pussies. And it was not ratchet at all. We had fun and we talked about our city that we love and some of its problems and some of the things that make it amazing. But uh, we definitely did a big up for Baltimore last week. Uh, One of the things I got back was like, Booney, I just listened to the most recent episode about 45's comments on Baltimore. It was very insightful. So that was from someone who lives up in New York. So if I was curious about how the episode was going to translate for people who aren't from Baltimore, who, who've never lived in Baltimore, who don't currently live in Baltimore, um, or who've never even been to Baltimore. But I was happy to see that um, a lot of you guys liked the episode and a lot of you guys are just really shocked that Brian could be serious on something. He had been begging me to let him do an episode where he was not ratchet. And so the, the opportunity presented itself and bam, you guys see there is another side to Brian. Also, as I mentioned, um, we talk about it later in the episode, but just an update, Booney Live. We're seven days out. So this Saturday, August 10th, first show on the road, Philadelphia. There are some tickets left. Help me sell it out, guys. If you're on the fence, I promise you, after you listen to this, because you guys already know Brian, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm in Jersey. I'm just going to drive over the bridge. I'm in New York. I'm going to catch the bus down to Philly, and we're going to come to the show and have a good time. As you guys know, first drink is on me goodie bag giveaways and just a lot of ratchet laughs so link in the show notes or head to the booniebreakdown.com backslash live to get your tickets to that also reviews you guys have been doing bomb.com on leaving reviews for the boonie breakdown of course you can leave those reviews on our facebook page that's the easiest way for some people if they do not listen on apple devices Um, If you do listen on the Apple device, you can head on over to the Purple app and leave a review. Hit those five stars. And we got a really good one um, this week. It said, where has this 
podcast been all my life. I found out about the Boonie Breakdown via Instagram. I started listening last season and had to go back and catch up. Most guests are very interesting, and I definitely love the topics. I followed the Boonie Breakdown on Instagram, and I love Would You Rather Wednesday. Take a listen. You won't be disappointed. And this is T-E-S-S-99. So thank you for your five-star review. And again, head on over. If you listen on an iPad, iPhone, iPod, MacBook, you can go into the Purple app or on iTunes, hit five stars, and leave a great review. And as always, you can also follow us just like T-E-S-S-99 does. Follow us on Instagram at The Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us on Facebook at The Boonie Breakdown. On Twitter, we're just Boonie Breakdown. And when sharing this episode, please use the hashtag The Boonie Breakdown or the hashtag PodIn, P-O-D-I-N. I love it when you guys share in Insta stories. It's so quick and easy. And of course, if you listen to the podcast on Spotify, you can just share... This is, this is bomb if you do this for me. If you could just share from Spotify, you go to share. It says that the Instagram stories option, you hit that. It will put it in your Insta story and people can just click it and go right to the episode. Whether they have Spotify or not, it is free to listen to podcasts on Spotify. So if you do that, that's like five golden stars from Booney to you. So that is it for me, guys. So let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys, it's your girl, Booney, and this week I'm really excited. Last week's episode, I had Brian on, and much to you guys' surprise, we did a little bit of a responsible episode. So this week, I want to welcome Erica of the Brown Girl Experience to the Booney Breakdown. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. What's going on? Nothing. I, I'm excited for you to be here. I'm hoping that we can deliver a ratchet episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely not going to be responsible because on my way home from work, I already smoked the joint, so. Oh, yes. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> so let's go. If you have not figured it out yet, if you skipped my intro in the beginning, Erica is our guest for the Booney Breakdown Live in Philadelphia on Saturday, August 10th. So I'm really excited because I know some people, sometimes y'all get, y'all be real territorial. And when I introduce new people to the scene, y'all get real funny acting sometimes. So I said, you know what, how about this? I'll do something different. Instead of having Erica come on after the live show, we'll have her come on before. So... Surprise. <laughs> and hopefully you'll you'll listen to this and you'll be like you know what let me go ahead and scoop up one of them last 20 tickets this laugh um because i know niggas be last minute and late with y'all yeah. ticket purchases <laughs> that's the one thing that drives me crazy about doing events sometimes is because people really do wait to the last minute and People need capital. Like, sometimes you got to buy these tickets early so people have the money to do the event. <laughs> Girl, who are you telling? I had to bootstrap a whole event, and I was giving tickets away, and people still waited to the last minute to get tickets. Still. And you would think, like, now I'm kind of used to it, so, like, I'm better prepared for it, but it drives you crazy when you're planning because you're like, all right, am I? You're trying to do things in advance. Like, right. I don't want to be last I don't want to be last minute planning, so, like, should I get... 20 of these am i getting 50 of this like what am i buying i don't know so and then you buy too much it's just too much so we have to do better with ticket sales y'all hear her do better 
it's a gem right there right and it's not just like my event everybody's event it's like the same complaint like people just wait to the last minute last minute so i know i'll be guilty of it sometimes i'm gonna do better myself too i I was last minute get my mary j blige ticket so i get it (laughs) i'll do better too with you so i want to get right into it okay i saw this meme going around and I love a good meme, even though it's one of my worst fears is to actually be a meme. Like, I never want to become a meme. Unless it's like a funny one, like like the girl who was bent over squatting and looking. Like, unless it's something like that. Right. But like, if the meme is making fun of me, I, I can't live like that. Um, <laughs> Bitch, I'm too sensitive. Yeah, I just, I couldn't live. I'm shutting the whole internet down. <laughs> So I saw this tweet. It wasn't a meme. It was actually a tweet. And the girl was like, no nigga has all eight. Number one, good dick. Mm-hmm. Number two, communication skills. Mm. Number three, zero hoes. <laughs> Number four, a height over 5'9". <laughs> Number five, the ability to display emotion. Number six, energy for round two girl (laughs) number seven cooking skills and number eight information on where the clit is so can we go back to (laughs) the five foot nine shit can we go back there there. we're gonna start with this one number four a height over five nine so all right i'm a tall girl so i'm i'm roughly in my head i'm a tall girl so i'm roughly five seven and everything. And, you know, I'm out in these mean dating streets, and it seems like every man that is 5'5 five, five and below mm-hmm. wants to be the one to go ahead and get me to ride their ride. Okay. Um, so, hey guys, this is, this is a gem for you, fellas, that's under 5'9. The tall girls don't want you. Oh, no. <laughs> we don't. We try to say that we do because it's politically correct, but we really don't. We really, really want that tall man that the short women keep snatching up. Hey, short girls, stop it. You know, I always laugh at that because I know people who are like five, four and below. And they're always like, I can't date no short guy. And I'm like, if a guy is shorter than you, then I mean, you can date somebody who's five, seven because he's taller than you. Yes. <laughs> You absolutely can do it. Yes, my yeah. mom was one of those selfish heifers. She's only 4'11", but my dad was 6'7". Oh, my God. Yeah, selfish. That's hey, insane. Mom. <laughs> oh, my God, 4'11 and 6'7". That's, yeah. And, you know, I usually don't... Like, tall guys are nice. I'm usually... As long as you're taller than me, it's oh, my thing. Oh, you I'm 5'7", too. Okay. So a six footer would be nice or above. Okay. But usually I'm at the like. Oh, I guess right now I guess he's like five eleven, six feet. He probably five eleven. <laughs> I'll give him the inch. He might be six feet. But yeah, six, most, he's six on with Tim's on. <laughs> but yeah, I've and I've definitely dated somebody like when my hair is natural and out in my fro. Mm-hmm. I was definitely taller than him with the hair. Okay. But yeah. I'm also, I don't wear heels like that, so I never run that gambit. With an UGG, I definitely was taller, even with an UGG. <laughs> Come on, and he ain't 5'11", girl. 
No, that one, he was definitely like 5'7". Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, not with an Ugg. Don't, don't hide the eyes. With the Ugg and the Pro, it was a wrap. It was curtains for him. Yeah. So, it, it could be me. Maybe I'm just not confident enough to date a short man. Well, let me tell you this. Okay, so for me, short would be like, Five six five five. I'm not even gonna say I've done it. I haven't. Yeah, I, um, I, I definitely haven't. Looking at my dating resume, I have not dated a man under six foot since I was in junior high. Okay, so I'm gonna throw this out to you. So she's saying none of them have all eight. So if it's a guy, his he has good dick. He can communicate. He don't got no hoes. He got energy for round two. But he five six. It's a no. I wouldn't know if he had good dick because I wouldn't have seen him. I'd have looked right over him. <laughs> I could have been missing out on the most magnificent orgasmic experiences because they are in the dick of a man that is uh, shorter than me. Damn. So they Do you know no, how hard that hit? They they get no play. Yeah, I don't even I don't even see them. Like I would see them enough to recommend them to somebody else who is shorter. <laughs> All right. So, guys, make sure you're six feet or taller. But you're yeah. <laughs> and when I say it out loud, it sounds like I ain't shit. It's like, bitch, that's why I'm single. We don't judge you at the booty breakdown. But I'm just like, God knows my heart. And he knows what I need. So, therefore, <laughs> therefore you need the six foot taller. You put it in the tall package. Okay. So, we already know number four, the height is a requirement for you. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go back up to number one. Could you bend on good dick? Or let me start back first. Let's back up. What is good dick to you? Because I've asked other people this on the podcast. So what is good dick? So, okay. I honestly don't think... All right. So anybody who doesn't know, I'm in my 40s. Um, I don't think good dick is the actual dick itself. I I honestly think it is all about the chemistry that you have with the person that can make that dick amazing. And that person's ability to want to know how to how to please you. Like I've had men that had twelve inch dicks and sex was okay. I've had a man with a seven inch dick, which I you know I think was that's average in the U.S. Right? Um, mm-hmm. And the sex was all right. I've had a dude with a five and a half inch dick that gave me the best orgasms I've ever had. How with, with his dick? I think really? that's what I was going to ask. Because he was the first time I had like vaginal orgasms and everything. I don't know if it's because it was five and a half and girthy and had a slight curve. So every time he hit, he was hitting straight G spot. Yeah, girth makes a difference. And he filled the hole up and was sitting straight G spot. The first time I had the vaginal orgasm was from a little dick. And I'll be honest with you, I almost wanted to pay this man's mortgage. Oh, damn. As a, a whole different orgasm than like oral and everything like that. Like I was like, I could have stalked him. So, okay. So now I'm going back to the first topic. So was he six feet tall with a five inch penis? Um, he was, he was definitely six foot six. Six, Maybe six. six, five. That visual, I'm, I'm, I'm chuckling, but I, you just gave him the stamp of approval. Yeah, and well, I'll be honest with you. Let's, uh, since we're being honest, let's be transparent. Um, the dick surprised me. 
the size of it. it like, definitely- were you a little like when he took his pants down, you were a little like, oh. Yeah, because it wasn't even like 100% hard yet, so I thought he was just like a grower, grower. And okay. so, you know, I put it in my mouth and everything, and I was like, oh, this is as big as this is going to get. Um, and then I was disappointed in my head. I'm like, fuck, I was like, you know, dick's already in your mouth. You know, he already ate you out. Like, I'm going to have to move forward with something at this point. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, and like, I'm not gonna fake it. At the age that we're at, we shouldn't like. If, hey, girls, if you're over 19, you shouldn't be faking it anyway. Under 19, you still don't know what a real Never. orgasm is yet. Um, but I was just so surprised, and I was like, all right, I was like, we're just gonna go ahead and let him get his nut off. And then I really contemplated just giving him head and swallowing it because I was like, that way is done, and he won't need the pussy because he already had the nut mm. but he was not there for just getting ahead he wanted the pussy and um so i gave it to him so I, in my head i was like all right this is a pity frog if, if there's no orgasm it doesn't count towards my numbers um and then he went ahead and just blew my whole entire world apart oh but all the stuff that would have told me he had a little dick he didn't have, like his hands were big and fingers were long, forearm, his feet, everything about him was big except his dick. Oh, it, it, God ran out of material there. Yeah, <laughs> he must have. Because six seven is a six seven is a big ass nigga. So yeah, God just ran out of a little bit of material. Yeah. I I would agree with your original statement in saying that it is more than just the penis itself. I've always said, like, my meter is, like, if I can close my eyes, visualize it, and I feel the feels, then that is... If if I can have, like, a flashback and the whole body reacts to the flashback, Mm -hmm. then that's my qualifier. I also think sometimes people get really caught up in the idea of sex only being a, when a penis goes into a vagina and it can be a little bit more than that and so the whole ex, the totality of the experience for me is when I say that and I'm, I'm circling back because I did do I was googling and I was trying to find a semi-credible source <laughs> for the average penis size and this says the average man is about 3.7 inches soft. And the average penis is about 5.2 inches in length when erect. Hmm. Oh, yeah, looking at my middle finger. And, and a, it, pretty much the girth is about 4.6 inches is the average girth. That seems wide. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Like... So math ain't my ministry, but I'm just trying to. How the penis is is as wide as it is long? That can't be. That yeah, be. that's like a brick. Okay, let me scroll back. I'm gonna keep scrolling. Okay, that's a plug for real. Aust- Austria, Italy. This is interesting. This is saying that Poland reported the biggest perceived average penis length was six point one. Austria, Italy, Germany, and United States for 6.14. Now, this is some bullshit because I would assume Ghana would be number one. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, in this study, oh, well, a study I've seen before, I think uh, Jamaica was high up there too. Yeah. I, I don't believe this. 
is nine inches a good size. Someone Google that. So yes, yeah, so I, 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 the majority says about four, five point something is the average length of an erect penis. But I think it really depends on if he is accepting that he has like a, to me, a lower than average penis. Uh, I mean, that at that point he should already know how to use it. Yeah, because that's how I've always said. Like when people are like, "Oh God, he has a small penis." I'm like, "Well, he probably already knows he has a small penis. Like he's probably played sports. He's been in." locker rooms etc etc some girl might yeah seen porn some girl might have been like that's why your dick little like yeah so he already knows and i feel like in your experience that guy probably knew somebody told him and he's like you know what i'm gonna be the best damn fucker (laughs) with my five inch penis and he learned how to do it and he knows his positions because that's exactly. also key. Like you can't do every position. You know, I'm I'm a big girl. I got a belly, so you can't do every position. Therefore, you got to know what you're doing with it. And he did. That's great. And that's the other thing too that I think it, 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 you just said that it goes back to always saying like you just can't be a one trick pony essentially, right? Like what you did for what you might do for Erica ain't gonna work for me. Right. Exactly. You gotta be able to stay in the game. If you are always like stuck, like, oh God, this is all I can do because you fearful the dick gonna slip out, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you, might, <laughs> you might have to switch it up because I got a big ass. So if you try to hit from behind with a little penis, we're gonna have problems. Yep. But then on the other side, I feel like people men with small penises should also be more open to being more adventurous and using toys and or props, right? Because, like, the wedges and all that stuff could help more. It Ooh, could help you a little. You're right. It helps with angles and everything. Yeah. Toys altogether help with a lot of different things, too. People, men be mad afraid, and I, I just don't understand why. How old are these men that are mad afraid? I'd probably say 30s, 40s. Really? Yeah, I just feel like you got to get over it. Yeah, at that point, hey, dude, you only got another 15 good years before you start <laughs> worrying about that blue pill. We learned here on the Booney Breakdown that the, by age 40, 40% of men have experienced erectile dysfunction. Oh, yeah, then they need to make sure that they already... um Investing in the toy game, but don't don't come to me with your own toys though. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. in my head, like, yo, who else been using these toys? Like, I don't want the toys that already been in somebody else's pussy. <laughs> like, I would dry up faster than anything else. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> I have never thought about that. Like, have you had that happen to you? This guy that I knew, he sold toys and everything. And the first time he brought toys, I was in my 20s. First time he brought them to me, I was like, hold up, Jack. And he's like, what? I was like, where the fuck these come from? Like, like and then he's like, oh, I sell them. So, like, I ain't never see a bitch buy uh, sex toys from a man. And again, I was in my 20s. I was fresh in the game. I didn't know no better. But I couldn't do it. I could not do it. Like, everything he tried to use on me, like, I would just clench up. And I was completely turned off because in my head, I was like, uh, I was like, he done ran this through all these bitches 
and I just can't oh, be another wow. one. I know, wow, men are so simple. Like, like, how do you clean them? Like, I, I didn't know any you of that know you stuff. Don't clean them. Guys don't like to clean their apartments. Give me a whole yeast infection just because <laughs> you don't clean your toys proper. I never even thought about that. I never, because I, I do, yeah, I have my own collection. Yeah. We, will, we will use these. I know they have been cleaned thoroughly. But I never even thought about that. Because even when you think about that now, too, with the guys who use, like, cock rings and all that stuff, that's been on another girl, too. Yeah, like, how many pushes that uh, pushed up against? Nope. I have my oh, own yeah. stuff. And, like, for the cock rings and everything, like, let's go out and buy new ones. Because I already know the one that I have in my little box, it's been used. Do you really want another <laughs> man's dick? Like, I clean mine thoroughly, but, you know, if, if I was a dude, I'd be like, yo, another man's dick juice been on this. Like, I, I, That is one thing that I toss out after the that that ship <laughs> that sailed. <laughs> <laughs> I just toss those. Um so I think the other one, I think it was number six, it said energy for round two. So <sighs> I'm gonna let you take this one first. Okay. Um I don't always need round two. Let me tell you why. If you do well enough on round one and you give me a really, really good because I, I come multiple times and everything. Okay. I'm, it's real easy for me to come multiple times. So if in our one session, if you can get me with three nights. I'm good. So I don't need round one Yeah. And like, I don't have to be, no, we don't have to do this for 45 minutes to an hour. No, 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 no. Be efficient. You know? And then when I say the 45 minutes to an hour, I mean like straight fucking, like I need the whole experience to get me to where I have to be. And you know, that's the foreplay. That's the teasing. That's, you know, that's everything. Like I don't need to be there all night. I, I, I'm clapping. (laughs) <laughs> because I think too like it it can start to hurt after a while like, <laughs> like all the friction and the pounding and slapping like that can hurt so let's be efficient I agree with that um it depends on who I'm with okay like you said sometimes if you can just get in and get out and get the job done I'm probably gonna want it again just because I liked it <laughs> And it's not not that I'm not satisfied. It's just that I'm overindulgent. Yeah. So I I will follow it for you. mm -hmm. So you'll you'll take the round two and everything. So do you have as strong an orgasm the second time after you've already bust a few times? It's probably stronger in round two. Really? Yeah. Nice. And I... (laughs) I don't know about for him. <laughs> we're talking about girls right now. <laughs> yeah. But I, I will say it was only really one person who I could consistently do that with. Mm-hmm. And I think we just, we just have really good energy between each other, with each other. Okay. And he had really good stamina. So he really would be like, all right, all right, all right give, me, give me 15. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. All right, it's 15 minutes, niggas. Come on. <laughs> right, right. And I'm trying to think if I ever tried to get around. I, yes. Yeah, no, he he was a delight. A delight. 
<laughs> I, I do recall trying to get around to because we were we went to sleep and I woke up probably like an hour and a half later and I gave him head to get it back up because I still wanted it. Yeah, see? I forgot about not, that. And it's not something all the time, but every now and then, yeah, I could definitely. Now, it was one person I remember in particular um, never ever needed it, never ever did it. Couldn't I could probably couldn't even if I wanted to. I was so weak afterwards. Like that was the in and out, yeah. The experience Ugh. there. Like I would just be like, okay, I'm going to sleep. Like I would have to <laughs> <laughs> literally be like, he like, nope, get up, go pee. Because <laughs> I would literally be like, all right, good night. <laughs> no. I'm in a coma now. That must have pumped his ego up big time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to your point, uh, you just said the guy who was like six seven. This was the tiniest guy on earth. <laughs> I'm a big girl, the tiniest guy on earth. And it was a hammer. Like, Lord have mercy. I, re- I remember the first time I saw him naked. And I was like, <laughs> Like, what are you going to do with that other like, oh, my damn. <laughs> so I heard that that's yeah. the thing. That's what happens. Like, these very small, petite men um, have the hammer. Hammers. <laughs> I was like, oh, my. I did, like, a little string there because I was like, oh, <laughs> this is what I've been missing out. Because I know only like a little football nigga, thick neck, thick thighs mm-hmm. and stuff. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I'm done with those. <laughs> Let me find out. I'm gonna have to get me a small joint, like a joint. Like basket. Was he tall, or he was just like petite all over? No, all over. Like five seven, like a hundred and thirty something pounds. I mean, I could. Yeah, I was like two of him. Hey, feeling. Um, y'all know y'all like y'all short niggas out there. There's a lot of y'all out there. Come to the show. Come on out. I want to see something. I'll give y'all great endorsements to go home with somebody. <laughs> I'm gonna see something for a little ladies, bit. Ladies, they have the hammer. <laughs> and the beer. Bring your beard and your hammer. <laughs> see what <laughs> see what we can do. A beard and a hammer. Child. Jeez. Child. Yeah. So ooh, yeah, I got distracted because I was about to say something else when we were talking about that. And I totally got it distracted. Yeah, because you're thinking about calling that nigga. That's why. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> I'd be in trouble. Um, yeah, no, that was a fun time in my life. But um, it really got distracted. When the other one that's really stood out to me in this young lady's list was information on where the clit is. And it's really astounding to me because a lot of men don't know female anatomy. Wait. Okay. Wait a minute. So um I'm, I'm Auntie Brown Girl is here to help you guys right now. All right, girl. Have you run into any men that don't know where the clit is located? I and, personally have not. Okay. But I, I wanted I, to make sure it wasn't an epidemic going on. <laughs> I personally haven't. But I I have heard stories and tales of such. 
in all my years. And I've been fucking <laughs> since I was 14. Every man has known where the clip was. Now, the question is, they knew where it was located, but some of them were too aggressive with it. They didn't know what to do with it. They didn't realize that that one little teeny tiny button is only exclusively for pleasure. That's mm-hmm. it. You don't have to be rough with the bitch. She you gonna love to, you if you treat her right. You don't have to gnaw on it. Yeah. <laughs> Sticking it's in that gap. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to uh, do that. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, ask, ask your lady. Hey, guys, here's another free gem. Ask your lady what she likes, how she likes her clip to be touched. I think if people would just open their fucking mouths and ask that in general before, like, and then you don't have to be corny, like, hello, this is a questionnaire and I just need to, like, just make it uh, a thing that you do together to yes. explore and find out. Just don't assume that because you did it with the last girl, the first girl, it's going to work on this next girl. Mm-hmm. And, and ladies, I'm, I'm going to say this for us too. Like sometimes we need to ask these men, what do you like? Because, yeah. you know, we all think, you know, myself included, what I possess in between my legs has been dipped in platinum and priceless metals. Um, <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Like I call it the magical snapper, but um, <laughs> but you know, my dude might not be like he might. You know, it's all right. You know, I give it an eight out of a ten. I'm like, what, bitch? Eight out of a ten? This is a twenty. But if I didn't know how to please him, if I never bothered to ask him, like I'm, you, you know, I'm wasting good pussy. Yeah. And yeah, I think if you just have that conversation, which is one of the reasons why I feel like, you know, I openly talk about sex because I feel like some people get so uncomfortable about it. Mm-hmm. But it's the only way you're going to get what you want or find out what you want, right? Is if you, one, say what the fuck you want and <laughs> what the fuck you like to somebody. Exactly. It's no space to be timid. I just could not imagine being unfulfilled. Not and, no, and not saying anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you ever met somebody who like one of the things that you enjoy the most, and they were like, "No, nah, I don't do that." Like, what do you do in those situations? <laughs> I'm somebody I don't don't like to be told no. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't like to say no to people. I, I always am like, you know, if I I I'd be down to try it. <laughs> okay. So, um, so when when it's a no is said to me, it's like like it really burns me up. Um, I think it would depend on what it is, because, and this is going into the next topic I want to talk about. Like I used to date um, somebody who is terrible at eating pussy. Terrible. I mean, terrible, but. The stroke game was bomb, so it didn't bother me. I was just okay. like, don't even fool with it, right? right. <laughs> so it was like, all right, well, I know with this, I'm good. So I don't, I'm good on that. And it wasn't that he didn't, he just wasn't good. So, yeah. And I feel like because he perfected the stroke so much that he just never perfected that. I think with practice, maybe, but I just didn't have time. I'm not in the business of teaching people. Just, <laughs> but um, I think it would, it would depend on what it was that it was no, because that was the thing I was going to talk about. Like, what is a non-negotiable for you? Mm-hmm. 
It's an oil. A non-negotiable for me. So I enjoy somebody eating a box. But like you said, if you're not good at it, but everything else is good, I can do without getting it often. But where you say you won't teach, I will teach you exactly how to eat my pussy. Yeah, I just... I guess in that regard, I just didn't want to because I was just like, everything else is so good. Like, I was just like, I'm okay. You weren't missing out on anything. That's Yeah, I'm okay. No, definitely. If it was something where I really had chemistry and attraction towards you, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd probably be a little bit more invested to want to. Okay, that makes a difference then. So this is, you know, if it's casual, then I'm not going to waste my time teaching you because you might take those skills that I just taught you and bring it elsewhere. (laughs) And granted, you know, I'm all for every woman having the best orgasm they can, but sometimes not at my expense, not at my time. Fair enough. Fair enough. My no-go is, um, oh, I don't, like, if, if a man was in anal, into anal, he wouldn't be into me. Why? Because I don't do anal. You just don't? I did it once and it was the worst experience ever in my life. Okay. I'm getting real. Why? <laughs> so, okay. So, was it the actual act or was it like the you just act didn't enjoy was, it? The act was, was harsh and everything. And, and it could be because I was so young. I think I was like maybe 20. I wasn't 21 yet. Um, and he was so big. It wasn't a lot of prep work or anything like that. Like I talked to some other people and they said, you know, sometimes you got to prep. There wasn't mm-hmm. a whole lot of lube or whatever. Um, so it was just an uncomfortable experience. And then the next day, and this is TMI the next day when I had to go to the bathroom, like when I had to take a shit in the morning, I almost had a heart attack on the toilet because it was so <laughs> painful. Oh, yeah, wow. I, I was. I mean, I refused to take a shit for like another two days after that. I had to actually, um, I actually had to get my mom to give me an enema, <laughs> and I couldn't tell her I couldn't take a shit because some man dick was in my ass. I was gonna ask you, what did you say? <laughs> I was told I was like, mom. Well, I called my mom by her first name. I was like, Lynn. And I was like, I haven't been able to go to the bathroom in like three days. And then she's like, oh my God, why? I was like, I don't know. And I was like, I don't know if I have hemorrhoids or something. And so my mom being the trooper that she is, she went and she got me, um, she went to the store, got an enema. She got the lube, put it in there. So I can go to the bathroom because moms love, love us. She probably knew. She's like, I know what this hoe was doing. Stop letting niggas run up in your ass, bitch, and you won't have that problem. So, you know, and after that, I figured out, if you can't tell somebody why you can't go to the bathroom, you don't need to be fucking in your ass. Okay, I guess that is a fair experience. I will say um, I did the same when I was younger, and it wasn't like that. It just was not enjoyable. Like, okay, what's the rave? Then, um... Later in life, like I told you, I'm adventurous. I will try things. Mm-hmm. And I like, I'll try it with this person because it was just like we just it. I just knew something told me that I tried it then. Okay. <laughs> and um, the instrument was not. Most people would have ran from that because it was it was it was girthy and lengthy. Oh. Um. Fucking incredible. So every woman and that I know says the same thing. Incredible. So incredible. Did you have I mean, from it? The most powerful I've ever had. 
Shut the fuck up. Yeah, so it threw me like, whoa. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I didn't yeah. know it was possible. Yeah, I mean, it was like, whoa. Okay. So again, not something in, in the repertoire daily. <laughs> but yeah, that was nice to... Um, a little spice, a little kick there. Maybe I'll save it for my husband. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> a virgin somewhere when I get married. But Man, yeah, been this for you all my life. But I'll say, like, I've tried with people since then, and it mm-hmm. not, it wasn't the same. Like uh, it was like it's never been like painful, but it just wasn't the same. Okay. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I so it's never like a hard no for me okay but i'm not gonna lead with it but if, <laughs> but if i ever ran into that fool again sure <laughs> sign me up right right i'm not gonna argue with that one hmm. yeah could you do a threesome so okay here is the story behind this okay. so i feel like if i'm going to do that i need to do it soon because time is passing me by in the sense that who I would do that experience with is starting to shrink and shrink and shrink. Mm-hmm. Now, that's just because of where I am with boo thing. I don't oh, yeah. think I could do one particularly with him because bitch, that's my man, right? Yeah, I was a good because you don't have to explain to me. Shit. But I did have it on my... Th- I made a 30 for 30 list. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to pull it. I need to go find it to see what I actually did on the list. I don't know what I've done on it. But that was number one. And I just... I never did it. Now, I've had invitations to be the third. Mm-hmm. And one was just complete strangers, like, at a wedding. And I was like, what? Like, I don't even know y'all. Um, which... Maybe if I was drunk enough. <laughs> I was like, you must have been fucking slaying at that wedding for strangers to ask you that. <laughs> I got a big old butt. I got a big butt. Um, and the other time it was somebody who was like, I know them, but they're far away enough that it wouldn't have been uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, she, I honestly felt like she had set up a situation where she had invited all these people to be there for her husband to kind of scout from. Oh. I believe was that situation. Okay. And um, yeah, a few people made, I think it was like two of us got an invitation. Okay. And then um, she ended up getting pregnant. <laughs> oh, shit. So, she yeah, that off the table. <laughs> pretty much. And so, I feel like that's the only way it's presented itself. I do I do have, like, I had um, two people in particular which I wish I had done it with. Mm-hmm. Looking back, like, oh, that probably would have been fun to do with them. But I commend people who do that on the regular with their partners because okay. I don't think I'm built for that on the regular. Not, not with my partner. Um, I have had one, too. Okay. Three three actually but it was with the same two guys uh on three separate occasions i've never had one with the female just because it just okay so wasn't my thing that, that is the, the age that's the the day old debate because you know guys are always like if it's with two guys it's a, it's train. a train 
Uh, they can think it's a dream. But um, I called a threesome because it was still three people. Uh, <laughs> so I I don't... I have questions now. I okay, have questions. Did the two guys interact with each other? No. They were on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, however, it was... They were on complete opposite ends, but it was an easy and smooth transition on how things went. Like, you know, one be, you know, one I'll be giving head to the other one, go ahead and be eating me out and everything. Like, but I will say this once the dick went in, the eating out part stopped. So it okay. was it was very interesting on how it was done. Um, and believe it or not, like I did it three separate times with these um, two men. And it wasn't the best sex of my life. But I can honestly say, I was like, yeah, I tried it. I did it. Um, it's something that I don't have to do again. Like it was exhausting mm-hmm. um, because, you know, I'm, you know, I'm on one side, I'm getting pleasured. On the other side, I'm trying to pleasure um, and then I found myself a couple times just being lazy and just, um, you know, letting the orgasms flow. Like, I was like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be doing something. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just like a constant 69 almost kind of. And, like, I'm, like, 69 to me is the worst position ever created. Um, it, it is a challenge, yes. Yes. So it, it was just, it was a lot. But I was, I was like, hmm. But it wasn't enough for me to say, oh, I'll never do it again. Um, but yeah, I think three times was enough. Um, I've never been sexually attracted to women. So that's why that part never came up. Um, but I know a friend of mine, he was like, but in the right situation. And he's like, you don't know what could happen. I was like, yeah, that's true. You never know what's going to happen in any kind of situations. And I was like, but I just know what my standard is. And um, and now I'm, now I'm 41. So I don't okay. think I would you know, go at it again. Like I'm just a one round kind of gal these days. Gotcha. <laughs> Unless it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always intrigued by the people who do the the two males and it's it's not two females. Because you don't hear about those as often. Oh, that's because girls don't, because guys always talk about they got a train ran on them and everything. Like you won't, like uh, the man won't let the woman experience the beauty of what it is the two men completely into her and everything and completely worried about her pleasure and and what it's like to make sure that she has the best experience ever like both these men were very gentle they were very considerate of me and everything like they men want to dirty that up because they wanted to be the the threesome that they this ideal to them with two women and it's all about them at that point you know they get the physical um, experience of watching two women please each other or please them at the same time having you know from what I understand having two women suck your dick at the same time is the most amazing experience ever I can only imagine what that feels like yeah like I would love to have two men eat my box at the same time but I don't think it would ever happen um that's just so not fair it really isn't and then because then I'm like in my head like it would never happen because one would I want to be in a threesome with a man that was bisexual so I'm gonna go and say no and just because I'm just that would just that's not attractive to me like if I turned and looked and saw a man like no No. that would just in that setting for me no like i've watched a gay porn before (laughs) and i've yeah so but if i turned and looked and saw that like i i just don't think 
that would be anything that I would be sexually turned on by. I wouldn't be able to get past it. Like, would I stop and just watch them? I probably would because I'm a well, I would just because out of like, oh my God, it's happening right here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a voyeur. Like, I've been to like swingers clubs just to watch. And then I would go home with my significant other that came with me. And so when you're at these swingers clubs, mm-hmm. you never participated? Never participated with a, another couple. And, and I think that was just the agreement that the guy that I was with at the time, um, he he was more like, we're both more like the boyers and everything. We like to watch and everything. And there were times that we would like to watch. And then, you know, we would go ahead and do something there um, okay. because we like the idea of people watching us also. But the idea of sharing him because he was he was my man. But the idea of sharing him with another woman wasn't something that I was comfortable with. And I, like the idea of him seeing another man inside of me while he's watching, he wasn't comfortable with it either. So we had those conversations before. So we never identified ourselves as true swingers because we we wouldn't switch partners or anything. So like you that. were more so just going to watch. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Like, would you just like sit in a corner and like sip a drink, or what were you doing? So how does this go down? Set the scene for us. Okay, so on this one particular place that we went, it was actually um, someone's home and everything. So we had, like, different rooms and everything that you can go walk, go into. And we would just kind of walk around at first. Like, it's almost like a regular party at first. Uh, we had our drinks. I, I smoke weed. He does not. Uh, so I had, and I, I, I call myself a lady because so, I only smoke joints. Uh, so I had my joint, I had my tequila and everything, and we're just walking around. And then we saw a particular couple that was to us both very attractive. And, um, and just like how they were pleasing each other was beautiful and everything like, um, like their faces, they were so into each other and it was like, it's very passionate. And so we did sit, um, we sat on the edge of the bed and we watched them. Oh. Yeah, like occasionally I would reach my hand out and touch, but you know it wouldn't be anything more than I. And because, like, I know before, like when I've looked these up, like couples were one price, single women were another price, and single men are like the most expensive. Was mm-hmm. that the same? Um. Well, I never paid anything, so I don't know how he took. Because yeah, I always think couples. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I would say, like, couples were, like, $5 or $10. Like, they were very cheap, if mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, I don't know, because I never, with that with that guy I was with, I never opened my purse for anything. He would take care of uh, all the stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't know how it went down. Um, But, and he that was the first person I ever did those kind of things with. It's actually been the last person that I, I've gone to, um, to those type of parties with, too. And that was maybe about six years ago if that might have been five years ago okay well we've come to the part of the show where we do the breakdown and i am going to say one word okay and then you are going to say the first thing that comes to mind it could be a noise it could be a sound one word a phrase just the first thing that comes to mind okay i'm sorry <laughs> philly Booney live show. Fat guys. Not for me. Big dicks. Love them. Vibrators. 
a necessity. Swinging. Pleasure. Everything. Sex. Important. See, it wasn't too scary. No. <laughs> you were quick. You were quick with it. So, Erica, this is awesome. I hope everyone listening is like, oh my God, they see how open you are. They're excited to meet you at Booney Breakdown Live in Philadelphia. We're going to have a good ass time. Oh, I, yeah. I am. I am planning things because I feel like this is my first show, not in Baltimore. Philly is my second home because I went to Temple. I have to, I'm going to show out. It's going to be ratchet. (laughs) I'm excited, yo. Like, um, I'm so excited. I just bought a dress and everything to wear with some chucks. I want a dress. Yeah, I usually always wear chucks. I think one show I didn't. I think I wore, like, platform Oxfords, but I'm probably going to have on chucks again. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely (laughs) I probably didn't didn't wear chucks in the one in November just because it was in the fall. So, but, yeah, I usually have on chucks, so... Yeah, so if you still have not gotten your ticket, at the time we recorded this, it was about 20 tickets left. Hopefully, when you're listening to this, there are not 20 tickets left. (laughs) And, of course, the link is in your show notes for you to get your tickets. So, Erica, if you could tell everyone where they can find you on social media and on the Internet. So, everybody can find me on – I mostly live on Instagram, so that is the Brown Girl Experience LLC, and it's um, the underscore – Brown girls, all one word, underscore experience, underscore LLC. Um, or you can always find me on my website, which is www.browngirlexperience.com. Um, if you still live on Facebook, you can find me under Erica Butler there. Perfect. So again, we're going to have a bomb ass time in Philly. It's in a week out from the time you're listening to this episode. So grab those tickets. And Erica, thank you so much. I'll see you in Philly. All right. See you, girl. I want to thank Erica of the Brown Girl Experience for coming on and doing an episode. I hope after listening to this episode, you are excited and you see how ratchet that she can be. And if you're still on the fence, you're going to go head over to thebooniebreakdown.com backslash live and cop one of the last tickets remaining for my first show on the road in Philadelphia this Saturday, August 10th. Can't wait to see you guys there. And I can't wait to meet Erica in person. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, or any app that you listen to your favorite podcast on. Don't forget to leave those reviews too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make those pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope-ass week. I mean it. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratcheting you see you in philadelphia